Christian, I've got a pitch for you for a movie. Okay, that'll be good. What are you thinking? What's the movie about? Okay, so Alfalfa from the Little Rascals gets one of the girls from the OC pregnant, and they bond over talking about how President Kennedy was shot. And his mom, Jennifer Jason Lee, is a complete whore of a mother who shows him how to have sex with the OC girl. And she's also having sex with a Native American to make a racist dad get all riled up. And he's Arlie Emery. And the OC girl's mom gets an abortion and goes crazy. And Drew Barrymore is an actress following Alfalfa in his dreams, trying to have sex with him and get pregnant like some sex fantasy Freddy Krueger. But he turns her down in the end after becoming a father. What do you think? Christian, you there? Nick, what the fuck, man? What kind of fucking bullshit is this you found? 4chan? None of these people would ever make this kind of film. Christian, I don't want to make it. It was already made. Years ago. I want to review it. I want you to watch it with me. What do you mean it's already been made? Like some AI-generated movie? No, like a real movie. Like all these people took the roles, showed up, did their jobs, and then got paychecks for them. You mean this fucking movie exists in the real world? In our timeline? Yeah, and the best part is no one on YouTube has ever watched it or done a review. We get to be the first. I can guess fucking why. It's even based on a book. Nick, I already told you this many, many fucking times. I don't know what fucking time I can tell you. I don't read those kind of books. No, Christian, it's a real book with a publisher and everything. Christian? Christian? everyone welcome to dumpster diamonding i'm your host chris alonso i have free with my friend my co-host nick hey i'm here i'm present you hear you're present I'm, i believe so you sure either or that or i'm a really fucking big master at astral projection uh so for for today's little review guess what we're gonna do nick what are we gonna do gonna do one of your favorite movies of all time i won't say favorite but well it's it's a really good movie okay we're already past the intro so oh yeah that's true <laughs> skip parts now what i told christian about this i'm the one that found this one it starts many many years ago when i was watching a movie that i had rented from the video store you remember video stores where you would rent 
movies. Oh, dear God. Yes, that's how many years ago it was. Oh, fuck, man. Why got me feel old? I was renting the movie Shark Attack. Some of you may know it, some of you may not. Shark Attack. Shark Attack. What the fuck is that about? Early 2000 Jaws wannabe. They made like several sequels. Wouldn't it be like Deep Blue Sea? Nope. Shark or, Attack. Well, no, no, not. I mean, would it be more a ripoff of Deep Blue Sea or. I would say something to that. Something to that? It didn't have the budget for Deep Blue Sea. But who does? <laughs> like, Shark Attack 3 had such a small budget. They green screened in actors over documentary footage. What? Of sharks in the wild. <laughs> like, I've always been a fan of sharks, and like, I recognized the shark footage they were using instantly because i had been watching it for decades that's a side note but on this shark attack vhs there was one of those uh, previews for other movies that are not getting a lot of attention because once again this is an off-brand film what movies were those well one of them just so happened to be skip parts oh and i saw the preview for it and it looked weird now i was much younger at the time I was probably closer to the age range, and it seemed like a weird and faux pas sort of topic. Now, you just watched the trailer with me, and... Was that the same exact trailer you watched? That was the same exact trailer. Because I gotta say, I'm like... Because I, I, uh, I, didn't, I didn't watch a trailer when I watched a movie. Yeah. I did not. I'm like, I go in this cold, because I want to know anything about it. And as I watched, you know, I... The movie is, you know, if you watch the trailer, it's, it's nothing like, like the trailer. It's like this sort, of, like, like the the. Yeah, it's these, a sex comedy with kids. You That's have this, yeah, this one teenager and this one girl. They both have something coming, and then they're gonna have the sex, skip parts with the crazy mother and other shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. And Drew Barrymore here and there. And Drew Barrymore's in it. <laughs> wow, wow, wee, wah. This movie does not represent itself well outside of the actual movie. Uh, you're, you're, you're telling me because you show me what the NSO oh, This is uh, the poster. No, that's a DVD cover. The DVD cover is basically you have like a J, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee just basically right, front and center. And she's. A, She's a big character. She's main character. They had Drew Barrymore and like the other rest of the cast, like right no, there. No, no. Here's the thing: like you have, you don't have the rest of the cast. Oh, what's what's to the and her, her left side is a minor character oh, that yeah. is the boyfriend of the main female character. When you're saying, wait, isn't the boyfriend of the main female character the protagonist male character like no no it's not they're both into the side wait over there and it's like what? they both yeah so huh? <laughs> it's like okay i mean i get and they both and it all went right and it's like i have no clue what's going on with this dvd yeah this movie is a lot more dramatic and has a lot heavier tones than this uh trailer and not, not only that the poster like the, the actual like film poster itself but where what the hell are you looking at <laughs> i'm like you know, okay, look, we something like with Pulp Fiction where you have like Uma Thurman with like a gun, but you know, she's like reading like a magazine and you know, it's like in that sense of it, it's like, okay, I, I know what Quentin Tarantino is going for. Mm -hmm. The the film is called Pulp Fiction and you know, you have this kind of Pulp Fiction poster 
that Pulp seemed more like, I guess, a reminisce of, like, well, the Pulp Fiction books and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that, in that sort of sense, they in that kind of weird sense. And some movies are kind of like that, but, you yeah. know, they tend to, you know, tell stories and then this and that. And that. Maybe, maybe some don't. Like, you know, you... Yeah, the movie poster is just like this, an this orange is. background with things on it. And you and have, names. yeah, Jennifer, Jennifer Jason Lee doing, like, she's... It's uh, not giving you any information at what you're looking at. Now, it, there's some movies you can get away with be, from the title alone. Like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Because, well, I mean... It's right there on the cover. Yeah. You see the, the popping of heads, you know, in the sewer stuff, but it's like... Harriet the Spy. Underdog. Like, you can get a, away with minimalism on some of these. Wait, can you do it with Underdog? <laughs> you know, as someone who actually did watch Underdog when he was a kid... I wish the cartoon that, or the movie? The cartoon. Yeah. And, and, and even then, I'm like... <laughs> I'm just saying, like... You know what underdog is like. You can you can do a minimalist or you could abstract root and still get somewhere in the ballpark. Yeah, I guess so. These this others like they are not like the covers are just not helping it. Especially with this kind of movie with like the the, the, the subject the subject it. matter. Now it's one would think that it's important to show that. In this discussion regarding... I just want to say because I know we're going to get into it. And what I did, like, wrote out something where, like, I, I want to do, like, a spoiler-free review. Because, okay, with, with Nick, if I remember correctly, your argument is just the fact that, like, you know, well, everybody knows what the movie is going to be about. It's pretty straightforward. And it's like... As this so, movie is not straightforward. And as someone who went into this movie cold, I'm like, I don't know, man. This <laughs> is, like... It doesn't seem that straightforward at all. And like I said, you have like these posters nope. and, the, and the trailer. And it's like, there's nothing about this that make it seem like, you know, oh, it's Nothing's it's telling you what it is. Like, once again, like the, the, the trailer is in fact, it's sex comedy, but teenagers, which... That's a misrepresentation. <laughs> like That is, it, not only that, let's just say people that don't want to end up on certain FBI lists would probably try to avoid that. Uh, and I'll say this, like, you know, it, it there are comedic parts in it. Oh, yeah, it's it's got a lot of good laughs. And it has some great lines, and I'm like, ah, oh, damn, like, you know, I, I even put some parts, like, you know, some of those parts in there, just to, you know, make, you know, like, ah, oh, I, I wanted to kind of retell these because they were actually legit, legit, Legitimate, <laughs> ah, legitimate, good fucking lines. It's a good movie. You Spoilers. Want <laughs> I think you know what. That's the best way to describe it. Is like you know what. It's on Tubi. It's for free. You can watch it. I would say do it right now because I think at this point it's just gonna be spoilers. We're going. Yeah, definitely. Going to- if you haven't seen it yet. Go look at it, because we're just going to be all over the place. Like, you've already gotten a rundown of it, but it's still, like, that's... I'm just giving you the absolute worst possible impression and someone can generate. And it's only slightly worse than what this movie did in its advertising. And I know with, like, you know, like, well, how come you spoil, like, you know, like, Jennifer's body or this and that? It's like, well, you know what? With us movies... It's not really worth the... Not really worth it. Even then, you're something like Left Behind or that fucking movie with... Man, if you make it through our review of Left Behind, there is a sterling chance 
that you will still not even know what we're talking about. <laughs> and you know, Jennifer Body, and like, I was even with those, I think they kind of said it best. It's like, you know what? That stuff's like right up front with it. Like, it's selling itself on its own premise. And even You're not going to really. What's going on with those films are their execution. Masters of the Universe, it's a He Man movie. Yeah. There. There it is. Jennifer's Body is a, is a horror, uh, quote unquote, comedy about, like, uh, uh, Megan Fox going around uh, killing boys. There. There. Uh, left Behind is about. There you go. It's about the rapture. After the rapture. And everybody was left behind. Oh, there. Oh, I, I did it. Skip parts. Fuck. <laughs> it, it's not so easy to just grind it down, but. Well, I don't think A few we... months. Yeah, it's about a year or so ago I came upon it on Tubi and I saw it and I'm like, you know, I never actually did see it. And then you watch it and it's like, oh, fuck, this is actually. A, a really good movie. And a lot of times, that, you know, when it's like, well, we're going to do this, I'm like, all right, okay. Like, Don't ask me why I thought thought to go for the sexy teenage comedy. But Grandy, you know, like, you know, it was either this. It's like, wait, I remember this. Hold on, give me a second over here. Yeah. I say, you know what, let's do this because I never watched this movie. And who knows, it might be actually Jimmy Good or, you know, that Nick might be talking out his ass like he did with Jennifer's body. <laughs> Well, Jennifer's body still wasn't that good. It wasn't awful. It just wasn't that good. Yeah, but you know, you sell it at. Maybe we want to go over there. Again. I wish it was worse, honestly. So, so ready? So, Nick, are you ready to to, to spoil this movie? Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. Okay, ready? This is a cutoff point. You want to continue? You are you sure? Are you positive? Come on, like it's right there on Tubi. It's free. You can download it on your phone. You can put it on your TV. Shit, you can really watch it on your. You can watch it just on like your phone, little like tablet, like, computer. It's fucking everywhere. It's three. It's, it's accessible as two. Fuck. Last chance. What? So the movie starts off with the main character. Well, Sam. actually, I want to. It actually didn't start. It started with the credits where like you have all like these people fucking dancing and shit and. I'm not going to lie, when I started watching, I'm going like, what the fuck is all this? What the Nick is making fucking watch over here? Yeah. What is this bullshit? I'm, I thought for a second, like, it it seemed like those, you know, those those uh, beach, bikini bullshit. It was. That's what it was trying to do. It was trying to... Oh, yeah, it's definitely, like, way later on, but I'm going like, what the fuck is this? And you know what exactly what it reminded me of? Because I, I like, I recently watched it. It was uh, from an MST3K... <laughs> where they riffed on uh, Village of the Giants, which apparently was an H. It was based on an H.O. novel. <laughs> a what? H.G. Uh, Wells novel. There you go. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> I mean, and and basically about like these fucking kids. Well, yeah, teenagers, quote unquote, who become giants. <laughs> you have this one moment with all fucking dancing, going up, bum 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 bum. And you know who also, you know, was in it? Who? Opie, huh. Ron Howard. <laughs> he was in it. He was huh. in it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Huh. That's a that's a pick. Well, apparently, okay, the movie was that pre Happy Days. Pre Happy Days. He pre-happy was a kid right over there, glasses and everything. And how about that? But yeah, like that's a that's Amelia thought of when I'm watching this whole thing. Nice distraction, Christian. I know that that, that that's what I do over here. That's mm-hmm. that's that's what I do. 
But yeah, I gotta say, like, I feel like Nick is fucking me while we here with this. I'm like, alright, I'm gonna continue watching this. And then all of a sudden, we have this kid doing, like... A narration. Which, this is something, well, it's, it, like, kind of half and half on topic. This is, like, the fourth film in the world. I mean, the world. In the row that we done that has some kind of voice nation. Voice nation. Voice narration. Mass Universe had that in the beginning of it. Left Behind had that. And Jennifer Body was basically just nothing but voice narration. I'm going like, what is with us doing these fucking movies with voice narration? Mm. <laughs> it is just, it is something uh, that's a bit of becoming a trend, isn't it? Yeah. But anyways, okay, so no, put, um, so, so well, it wasn't like the whole movie, but I was like, you know, here and there. Here and there, yeah. But it, it's interesting. The one of the things he starts off with is talking about how he's going to be a writer, but. He's, when he writes about things, he's not going to skip the good parts. Writers. And that's the pun of the story, is like skipped parts, except he's. this is him telling his own story, except thankfully watching through the film, he does in fact skip the good parts where he's fucking this teenage girl. So oh. if anyone's um, feeling uncomfortable, like, it's not that bad. If, you're, if anyone's worried, no, no, it's not a big deal. Don't worry. Yeah, it's not. They like, skip the good parts. It's not. <laughs> Maybe not in the book, but they skip the good parts. I hope that's not in the fucking book. <laughs> Dear Lord, can you imagine that was in the fucking book? Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, you know. Damn, I forgot the man's name from from Full Metal Jacket. You know who I'm talking about? R.E. Emery. Who's in there? And I gotta say, like he. This is not him acting kind of role. I'm like, oh wow, like this is that man's. <laughs> that man's is in this movie. And I gotta say, like, it, he's fucking good in it. Yeah, as a, you know, as he's only there, you know, he's only little bits, but it's like a, the the little bits he's been in there. It's like, damn, he's actually pretty good. It doesn't feel like that kind of army kind of person he played in Full Metal Jacket. He's playing like a. a it's a different kind of character. Which let's face it, he's kind of typecast as. I mean, sure, he is a mind. <laughs> He's got that edge. Still, yeah. But you wouldn't even want him in the role if he wasn't doing it. So yeah. that's his quintessential element, to be intimidating and dominating. Which he wasn't, you know. He was, uh, very effectively. I'm going to shit, man. All right, okay, I'll join your fucking... You, you, you understand that he's the grandpa and he really is in charge. And you can understand why her ass is getting kicked the fuck out. I mean, granted, you know, like a where... He kind of mentions, like, yeah, you're on, like, on a fucking boat with Cubans. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what, you have some kind of fucking gangbang I don't know about? <laughs> it's like, once again, like, he's not completely wrong. He's playing a conservative Republican wannabe politician, and he's trying to run for office. And his daughter... Basie's a fuck-up. She's a floozy. Oh, she's... Well, yeah. She's probably more than a floozy, but... She's pretty much a fuck-up, man. <laughs> she is. She is definitely a fuck-up, beyond a doubt. The, a lot of the biggest problems in this movie stem from her being a pretty big well, fuck-up. I want to say, I mean, I say problem in terms of negative, like problems that just turns out of the uh, the narrative of the movie. Yeah, she's, she's kind of a driver of the problems. Like, he's sort of a villain, but, like, not without just cause. Yeah, when it's just like when you see it, it's like yeah, you know. So he's got to send her off and make her disappear, and the grandson's going with her. And, and it, he's gotten in his own trouble, but given his upbringing, 
Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and he doesn't seem to be quite the same kind of fuck-up that his mother is, though. Yeah. But he's living under threat that he's going to go to a military academy if... Um, no, not any kind of military academy. He likes it. Look like, oh, shit, you're going to fight for the competitors? Oh, shit. The, the South will rise again, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to bring that up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fucking conservative. What do you expect? Uh, the boy, uh, Sam. A.K.A. Uh, Alfalfa. Bug. <laughs> A.K.A. Dummy. <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, that's the fun part. The kid they got to play Sam is the same kid who played Alfalfa in the early 90s revamp, remake, reboot, whatever. Uh, of the, the Little, Little Rascals. Rascals. Which I when I'm like, oh wow, like you know, I mean, I didn't notice that at first. I'm like, oh. I didn't either. But then I looked up the IMDb and like, oh, what a casting choice. So when I say, it's played by Alfalfa. Alfalfa from the Little Rascals. It's played by Alfalfa from the Little Rascals. <laughs> and apparently, the girl that played his co-star, what's her name? She from the OC uh, show. She would grow up and then go to the OC or star co-star in the OC. And and well, yeah, I mean, pretty technically, much, she's had a more successful career than him. So. so so pretty much within the movie, like they want to move to Wyoming, and that's what they did, you know. And they're over there, and uh, Sam, you know, meets like well, he he meets this one girl who can't fucking stand because you know she's a bit. Of they the, don't get. She's a bit of a bitch. <laughs> she's kind of a cunt. <laughs> Our uh, name is uh Maury. Maury, yeah. Yeah. But you know, they you know, they're all you know, both him and his mom, you know, trying to uh do their best to survive, but like his mom, played by Jennifer Jason Lee, like she does not really care about fitting in. <laughs> she is not making this move easy for anyone. Well fuck me silly. Do you think I'm a housewife? Well, damn, all right, we're going over there. She's there, like, you know, she's grabbing her tits and everything, like, scratching him. It's like, oh, damn, oh, so so we're going there. All right. They just came by to, to be nice, like, Jesus fucking Christ. You don't have to be a cunt. But I gotta lie. You like, just say, oh, thank you. That was lie. very nice of you. Jennifer like, Jason Lee? What, do I look like a housewife to you? Like, <laughs> She what? didn't look like anything to you. She hadn't. She's just seeing you now. That fucking welcome basket was assembled prior to her acknowledging you. The Nick, mistake to, will not be made to again. To be fair, Nick, you say more of the malice. She is only like going like, oh, well, fuck me. So you think I'm a housewife? It's like she's saying the most playful way, and it's like, yeah, I'm not gonna do any of that. I'm not gonna do no cooking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wish I got you, Jennifer Jason Lee. Not a bad-looking woman. I'm like, oh, wow. No kidding. She's freaking gorgeous in this. <laughs> I mean, it's been a few years since then. But, uh, yeah, she was... Have you seen The Hateful Eight? Not recently. She I know was... she was in it, and... Uh... I, I didn't recognize her because, like, apparently she's not spying out the N-word or saying, like, you know, fuck you, motherfucker. And I'm like, oh, damn, all right, okay. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Boop. Or, you know, she's spinning her fucking teeth <laughs> whenever Kurt Russell, like, being her fucking ass. It's like, damn! <laughs> so, yeah, so she basically kept the role of, like, being, a, you know, um, a person kind of mouthing off a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> she's she kind of a cunt. <laughs> See, once again, she's kind of the problem. But, yeah. And... 
But I, I really like the the part where like Sam he's not any kind of athletic. Well, but he gets blackmailed into uh, joining a sports team anyway. I mean, you know, to be fair, it's like, look, we have, we need an extra person. You're there. You're going to join it, or uh-huh. we're going to make you suffer. <laughs> All right, okay, I guess I'm going to join. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he did cut that ball in like in the one baseball game, and it's like, well, I mean, you know, he could have been a hero. He go like, hey, look, I caught the ball. <laughs> no. <laughs> now you got to look like a fucking dumbass. <laughs> yeah, he spends more time getting his ass kicked than anything else. He's just used for a crash test dummy for the quarterback. But I got to say, you know, like, I, I'm really, I'd like uh, Jay, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee performance in throughout this whole movie. She's, she's really good. Like, she's spot on with her character the whole way through. And you know what? Like, it feels like, you know, her character does, you know, gain some kind of growth within it it's like you know she may be you know at the beginning you know she may be that kind of person but a you know, spoiled entitled little rich girl that thinks she doesn't owe anyone anything but later on it's like you know when i hate i hate to kind of say when she find that kind of right kind of man which is well parents i mean they ain't american <laughs> but you know when she does it's like you know she tends to kind of grow up a little more and like she say you know what i'm gonna stop being this fuck up fuck you dad you motherfuck racist piece of shit I'm I'm gonna do my own thing well we'll get to that you know what I wanna get I really wanna get into this right now Drew Barrymore like you know she doesn't really play a pivotal part she's based some kind of fucking fantasy girl that like uh, Sam like yeah she could her, her bets could absolutely be abstracted and it would not be of any detriment to the film whatsoever I think it's just a layover from the book where it was more valuable it's meant to kind of give you a glimpse into the mind of a teenage boy which is let's be honest it's not terribly inaccurate to a like you and i was both teenage boys like yeah it's uh, not terribly inaccurate to the delusions of a teenage boy it's not but like they kind of took her parts but nick okay so it's weird. It's still weird to see Drew Barrymore hitting on uh, Alfalfa, though. Nick, you know how I'm a crazy person that tends to, you know, whenever you know, I, I tend to watch these movies like you know three times because it's mm-hmm. like I want to make sure I got everything I need to. Like, okay, yeah. I want to check anything out, you know, just in case I miss something, like you know, behind the scenes, whatever. I couldn't find anything in this except for one little thing that had drove me crazy to this fucking day. And Drew Barrymore has a Twitter account, and she had to respond to me, and I feel so sad about this because it's like. I really want to know Drew Barrymore. Apparently, I found out there's a connection between Skip Hearts and Motorama. You don't know who Motorama is. It's some kind of indie fucking film. It's like, like yeah, 10 years prior to this movie. I've heard of it. I've never seen it, but... Drew Barrymore is in it as a fantasy girl. Oh, it's a reference! Nick, as much as you can say it's a reference, that's as much I can find because it's like... That's it. I don't know what else. It's not written by the author whatsoever. There's no book that's... There's nothing about any of these two movies that are doing with each other except for the fact that Drew Barrymore starred in both of these movies as some kind of fantasy girl. And I'm going like, oh, there's a connection between It's like... Wow! <laughs> this drives me fucking nuts, man. I'm trying to look for anything. Drew Barrymore... Any- <laughs> I'll admit, it's a weird part for anyone to play, but the fact that 
Because she's still a big star. And but this was a connection, Nick. Where's the fucking connection? It's weird that she would do it once. The fact that she's done it twice. I try to find whatever little thing. Maybe the director. No, the director. I found apparently directed CB4 and also Half Baked. Really? Really. The wow. author. I mean, the, the screenwriter. He, oh, he is the author of the book. I'm like, oh, maybe the producers. None producers work on this fucking movie, man. There's nothing. I checked. I'm going like, then why Drew Barrymore? Why are you doing this to me? Why is she connected to any of these fucking movies? What is maybe it? Maybe she liked the book. Ah! <laughs> maybe she just wanted to, she, she heard they were making it, or maybe it, she just heard, ah, I want to do some acting. I'm at this point, week. I'm like, I'm going... I'm going, you know what? I'm going to fucking suck her be like, Drew Barrymore, just give me an answer over here. I need to know. This is like, wah. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> this drives me fucking it's insane, such a non sequitur. It is. Why would Drew Barrymore, a brilliant fucking star, like he's being such a nothing burger of a production that was a good film. It was a great film. But like, why would she pick it? And apparently she started the same, like, what's the connection over here? Was she just, like, understudied to Jennifer Jason Lee and just, that was her uh, runner-up part? As a fantasy girl, but where these two movies have no connection. Yeah, she should be a much bigger star in anything. Like, why just the fantasy girl? Like, don't get me wrong, she's very fantasy it, I wanted to say something else, but I can't because this is this thing has been stuck in my head. It's been stuck for for all the things. It's been stuck, Nick. Stuck. I have no answer to any of this. I looked around as best as I could. This is this some kind of conspiracy. This is a Illuminati kind of shit going on over here. <laughs> calm down, calm down. Take uh, your Xanax. Uh, uh, I need any more to drink. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hey. Oh. Oh. Continue, Nick. I need a I need a breather or two. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> after all that. <laughs> so M- Miley Millie Mo- Molly M- Murray. M- Murray? I think it's Murray. What's the girl? Yeah. Murray? Pretty sure her name isn't Murray. Maury. Maury. Same difference. You can't read today. I can't. You need to increase your your prescription uh, on your freaking glasses. Like I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm going to use the mic. Uh, 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 the mic way of. Um, yeah, I can use that for as an excuse for forgetting your name, but it's right fucking there, man. <laughs> Did you forget how words are assembled into? Shh. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> so Maury and uh, Sam <laughs> Listen, we, we've been going through that on this road, damn it <laughs> Maury and Sam uh, Something, this is also set like really deep in the past Like long time ago So if anything seems out of place That's because it is out of place now But in the time period This takes place around like uh, 1962, 3 Somewhere Right around the time Kennedy was shot. Because that's exactly what happens next. Kennedy is shot. And because despite uh, Maury's best uh, attempts, 
she's actually a very intelligent and thoughtful person, even if she is kind of a cunt. Yeah, and you you kind of get that like throughout the whole film, and I I really liked it how she's like she's like you this. can yeah you can see little bits through her that she's young and ignorant. But she really is insightful and capable of understanding shit. Probably and a little bit beyond her. It's age. like in some ways you can tell these two are like you know they're two sides of the same coin. Like these, mm-hmm. they, you know, it's like they're the Batman and the Joker. Like they, he, they're two intelligent people. You know, mm-hmm. the fact you know they're two you know opposite sides. It's just I think I think Mur- uh, Murray Murray is a little more insightful than than Sam is. You know, Sam, like, I'm not going to lie when I watch the whole movie. Maury. Maury. <laughs> Fuck Maury. you. Maury. <laughs> Fuck you. Not Murray. <laughs> Maury. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and, you know, like, uh, uh, Sam, he's, throughout the movie, I'm not going to lie, he's, he became kind of, <laughs> to me, he became kind of villain. I'm like, oh. <laughs> he's not really a villain. I want he's, to, uh, yeah. he's young and Dumb. ignorant, well-meaning and wildly ill-influenced by opinions around him. That's a lot of his worst things that he does and says aren't and, really consistent with his character so much as what just being wildly out of his own depth and sort of just behaving in the way he thinks he's supposed to. That and you know when when I say to myself like I I, was, I had all those thoughts in mind. I was like, well, you know, he's a he's a boy. Yeah, he's, he's a, a teenager. Young, He's and young, he's, stupid, and does not understand. Yeah. It's like, you know, as much as you would portray at this kind of smart kind of person, which my first thought is like, oh, look at Snake. Moore is also <laughs> young and stupid and ambitious and l- ends up biting off more than she can chew, so to speak. Yeah. She just wants to experiment with as much of life as possible and become the fullest person and most complete version of herself. Just. But she doesn't know how to use her own brakes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good explanation. That's why she comes off so bitchy is because she doesn't know when to apply the brakes. But, you know, the, the, I mean, I feel that's like how you are as a teenager where fool yourself mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, okay, I know about the world and this and that. And it's like, no, you don't. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. And anytime he's over the Hey, Eddie, and, and you uh, young there that think you uh, can be m- making decisions on your own? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Take it from two people who were trying to make decisions on their own at your age and... Nope. nope. <laughs> All the time watching it, you know, like, damn, it's like, Sam, why you gotta be such a dumb fucking kid? And it's like, well, he's a kid. Kid's and dumb. He's, and he's, he's intelligent, but that doesn't make him uh, wise. But damn, we gotta lie when he's kind of full of himself. And he's not... What do you mean? He's kind of full of himself. They're like, what, the, like, those oh, fantasies? Yeah, they're only fantasy. He's like, oh, those know. are just delusions. Let's let let's not pretend that we didn't have our own fantasies and delusions that were very self-focused it, it, and wildly exaggerated from anything that would happen in reality. Especially one part We don't they, need to say what happened in our heads. We just need to say it's not unrealistic. It's like... It's especially when they're in that one part when like you know, him and Maury they're up in the tree they're talking and stuff he's like yeah I'm proud of myself that's right I'm legit that darn fucking cute it's like no you're not motherfucker stop it <laughs> let, let him have his fantasy no I you know what no <laughs> but what really drives these two together as friends is they come to a moment over 
the passing of President Kennedy as he's shot, and Maury's boyfriend is, well, let's put it. Kind of, he, ing- he was pretty ignorant. Like He's not an intellectual. He is not a smart kid. And he comes off as kind of a bully because he's got that greaser persona. And in this moment, Which, right after the execution, he makes a phenomenal ass of himself, mocking the death of the president which is let's be honest not one of our worst presidents one we were probably worse off having lost but hey, you know and then it? he fucking bullies his own girlfriend and then you know his boy and you know him and it's like yeah he shoves them both into the dirt like that's that's not cool dude it's not and i wish there was kind of more of him in the sense of it because like he's he's there but he seemed a little more of an afterthought like I remember, like, during the time when, like, uh, Sam, like, said, like, you know, wait, what? He's still dating him? It's like, oh, shit, wait, she's still dating him? <laughs> but then you get to see a little bit more of him in the over the course of the movie, and you realize, oh, shit, he really is a, a genuinely much nicer and more patient guy. But, yeah, his father is beating the ever-loving holy crap out of I, him. If anything, if I could make a negative out of it, I wish it was just more of that, more of him. Yeah, like, he's really... He's in a rough place himself, and he's not having good places to express himself, and he's and probably I'm, got some toxic friends around and him. And I'm sure, like, maybe stuff like that is within the film itself. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure of that. I mean, just, I mean, not film, I mean, in the book itself. Yeah, like, you probably get more. We get little taste nuggets of his more true character, and you sort of got to extrapolate from that understanding or even like you know the people, three, or even like the I guess it's like as a trilogy of some kind, mm-hmm. you, you know, of these books, and it's like I'm sure you get more of that within those books, mm-hmm. but in this film, you don't really get you know you barely you get, get a, yeah you, well they got it so much that they have to compress, and I don't know how important a character he was, but as far as what the story they're trying to tell, he has the very smallest part to play in it. And that's, you know, that's to me, it's like, you know, I, I kind of want to know about this character. Like, But he's in front of, the, he's got a bigger uh, picture on the fucking cover, so apparently, good for him. Apparently so, compared to, like, you know, the two main protagonists, like here, Jennifer Lee, Jason Lee, and here's the two other ones, and the fucking back, <laughs> way in the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On that story when, like, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee character, uh, Lydia, I got a, Lydia found, like, the Native, Native American Hank, and I'm like... I'm not gonna lie. In some cases, I was just kind of convinced. It's like, did did Mike Judge watch this movie and base um, uh, John yeah. Redcorn off of this fucking character? This came well after uh, King of the Hill started, so no. Oh, oh, see, that made me sad. Yeah, so um, not not likely, not likely uh, at all. Maybe maybe he did read it somewhere. It's a little bit problematic. Like she's not. Using any uh, compassionate terminology. <laughs> Once oh, again, you're, you're time in- and place. It's a uh, time and place. Oh, you're Indian? I want to fuck you to make my daddy mad. That's <laughs> not like, the best way to start off a relationship. Even he was like, what the my fuck? My daddy hates Indians. <laughs> like, he's like, what the fuck is going on over here? I didn't say go away. Come back, you boy. <laughs> I mean, you uh, Hey, apparently his name is called Blackfeet, and damn, I'm not gonna lie. It no, re- his his tribe is Blackfoot. Oh, well, no, Blackfeet, Nick. Blackfeet. 
You know how I know that oh, from? Because he makes a point of it. <laughs> I gotta say, uh, during this little parts like here and there, like like I said, I didn't watch it, the trailer or anything like that. This the the movie itself, it's really fucking good. Lydia's uh, her her Native American boyfriend. You think he's just gonna be like a one off? No, he's he's in there. He's in there the whole way through, and you really start to get to know him. He sort of develops and progresses, and he's not a perfect character either. Like he. He gets fucking jealous and drunk. He calls her out on her shit, which he's right to do. Yeah, your mom's a whore. That, that might be right, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> you yeah, almost no. fucking smash your fucking head moose head that, into my fucking. Best fucking line of the movie. <laughs> your mother's a whore. Well, uh. yeah, that might be true, but that doesn't mean you have a right to act like that. You could have hurt, could have hurt more. It's like uh, I'm oh, sorry. sorry, but your mother's a whore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, that, that was the best fucking Yeah, I, you think you're telling him information he's not privy to? And in my, in my other favorite he part... Sh- he could have warned, warned you, motherfucker, don't be... You know what my other favorite part about this? It's like, you know, you see uh, fucking Lydia, you know, with her two like, little logs of, like, uh, 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 firewood and shit. Mm-hmm. And then she goes like, you know, oh, oh, Hank over here, he's, he's about to make us some Indian food. Hey, Hank, what are you making over here? Macaroni and cheese. <laughs> uh, Gotta love that. Macaroni, mac and cheese. Whoo-wee. <laughs> the greatest, the greatest food of all Indian foods. <laughs> Make the homemade food of his people. What do you call it? Macaroni, macaroni and cheese. <laughs> and you know that shit was fucking craft. But I gotta say, he he became some you know, that 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 pretty good character. Like you know, yeah. he he's the rock that I think that, that Lydia really needed it. Yeah, and you gotta love that he's he's not a perfect character. He's not right in every way all the time, but he's right enough. And he calls fucking Lydia out on her shit, and he she fucking needs it. And ultimately, the the weird thing in this movie, there's not really any villains. Like there's some points where you feel like maybe a little apprehensive towards Maury's mother because she is a very it, it, traditional housewife. Like, she's really down I, on it. I feel, you know, because it's, you know, like, you know, you get this whole sides of, like, you know, what 19... Oh, quote-unquote, what <coughs> 1950s or 60s mm-hmm. is supposed to be. This movie kind of shows you it's like, yeah, that was not always the case a lot of the times. Especially how later on this film kind of goes to it's like... Oh. Well, the whole point of it is the whole group of them are as non-traditional as possible. I mean, the movie ends with him saying the modern American family. Yeah, it's not the traditional American family or the lifestyle or anything. It's a fucking movie, man. (laughs) I remember I went on to IMDb because it was like the only place I could find any reviews. And I saw a couple. There's a Christian lady on there. And Uh, I don't think she really... It got the whole point of the film. She thought that it was slanderous. They made the Christian traditional mother look so bad in it because she was getting an abortion and she went crazy and like torturing her. Like, no, no. The, if you look at watch the movie and you really think about it, the truth is it's really sad. Yes, she's a traditional mother and she does love her role, but the truth is the the burdens of it of 
being the homekeeper and housetaker while her husband's constantly away. She works so hard and she, there's so much pressure on her to constantly be fulfilling this role and aesthetic and be constantly putting on this... Let's a put front. It, uh, it, yeah, this front. It's a front. That like, is she doing this? She, she it, goes it, on an affair and this and that. And, she has an affair because it's just some place where she can have an outlet and then after... Just because she's uh, has an affair doesn't mean she's necessarily the kind of woman that wants to have an abortion. And then she feels this terrible swell of guilt, and it drives her mad. Ooh. <laughs> hey, do you like our little dumpster She's dying? She's not a villain in this. She's a victim of the trad con. I would say. Or trad. Uh, what, if you want to say this. Female this lifestyle. A, if you want to say this actually a quote-unquote villain, it'd probably be like R. Lee. Even him, like, no, like, because by the end of it, like, he's sick of Lydia's shit. He's responsible for making her kind of a piece of shit, like, in the sense that any parent is, which is only so much. You don't clone your children, but he does take care of them right up until the last point, and he does what he has to do to take care of himself as well. You're not. He's not completely unreasonable in what he does. He's he's not banishing them forever just till he wins the election. Hey, I feel like he kind of even then or loses. Well, we wish he but you know, even then it's like you know, <laughs> he just wants them to not be a constant blight and shame. Which is, let's face it, Lydia can't walk into a new room without becoming a, an embarrassment. That's fair enough. I mean, she had, like we we say at the beginning of this whole thing of. Where, like, you know, the, the walk-away comes, you know, it's like Murray and mm-hmm. uh, her mom, you know. Like, Maury! Maury, I'm sorry! God like, damn it! I, <laughs> God damn it! You know, they, they both come, you know, she's like, well, fuck me, silly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, she, she cannot go ten minutes without being an ass. But she's also a very damaged person with issues on self-image. Yeah, when she sees like Arlie Emery though, at the end of it, because once go, he sees he sees his uh, grandsons somehow manage to get a girl pregnant, and he's kind of reliving the whole thing over again. He's not a big fan of the Indian banging his daughter, but you know what? He makes a threat, but he doesn't follow through on it. Then he comes in and is like, "No, he got a girl pregnant. Can't be doing this. This is you done fucked up." We we gotta put put him in the pen so he doesn't end up becoming his mother, yeah, which is not a good solution. But I can see where he thinks it's a responsible solution. It's not a good choice, but it's in his brain. He's at least trying to be a responsible grandfather. It's not once again not good, but it comes from a good place. And he's trying and just well mm-hmm. <laughs> he just feel like he's reliving the whole thing all over again because mm-hmm. like well only this time you know I feel like it's a lot more different compared okay. to one and the other yeah. uh, where like okay he probably still see Lydia as like this irresponsible like parent it's like well I mean she got pregnant with him really young too so like and well you know may have Todd you know Sam you know very questionable with well, she, he's not wrong. She did. She absolutely did. She taught him how to have sex with Can his girlfriend. It's, it, you but tell. in the climax, he changes his fucking tune. He sees Lydia actually accepting that she's 
going to be cut off and working towards becoming responsible. I mean, to be fair, he even sees this like, I give her about a week. <laughs> no, but he's he doesn't have faith in her, but he's clearly excited and happy to see she's making the effort. This is more than he's ever seen about her. He's like, she'll never make it. But he's clearly happy as fuck that she's trying. She has taken it upon herself to get a job and try to earn a living, which is new. On top of that, he gets over uh, the boyfriend being Native American because you know what? As long as she's with him, she's not being a whore. As long as he, he tamed the horse, he can have her. Hey, Nick, you want to talk about chow sex? Whoa, <laughs> we gotta go back to this. I'm just trying to say, like, for the series of bad decisions Arlie Emery's character makes, he still is, he does a good job at the end. Yeah, but he doesn't give in to spite and he doesn't cuss anyone out. He's like accepting, like, hey, everyone's doing what they're supposed to. Yeah, you know, I'll give it that. It's like, you know, he, he seemed to respect it well enough, and it's like, all right, okay, that's cool. He's, he's just glad as fuck that his daughter's not whoring around anymore. I don't care who it's with. <laughs> but damn, um, throughout, like, at least, well, not throughout, but like, the beginning, or well, someone beginning of the film, like, Sam would start reading about, like, the whole thing with sex and what have you, like, mm -hmm. and what I think that kind of spark Maury, or is it Murray? Nick, what I'm, do you think it is? Murray. Ah! <laughs> so it's Maury. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, Maury kind of sparked this whole thing, it's like... So sex and well, apparently Sam has some kind of like dream fantasy where like uh, Murray's mother uh, basically uh, make out with uh, with Sam, and well, he, he has a sex dream with her, and then he busts a nut. He has a wet dream. Yeah, <laughs> happens. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, this this kid is fucking fantasy, man. Like, bro, please stop this. Like, this is absolutely too fucking much. I get it. Well, that's a dream. That's not a fantasy. You don't pick your, your dreams. Fair enough, but his fucking fantasies, whenever he's like awake and stuff, it's like, this is... Okay. I get it. I fucking get What's it. What's really funny is that he wakes up covered in jizz and he doesn't know anything about it. And he's like, Mom, why am I covered in this stuff? Oh, I gotta talk about that part because like, I thought for a second they were going a whole different direction to, into this. Yep. Where I thought, like, oh, are there incestual? I thought that for a second while watching this movie. It does come come off a little bit like this. It does. It has moments that are really awkward. I'm like, oh no, I don't like what's going on over here. The fantasies. These fucking fantasies, man. I don't like. <laughs> like I, uh, it's it's one thing where like okay. It's like, cringe. Let's be honest. It's cringe. But if anyone were to a uh, to evaluate yours and mine, it, let's let's not act like we are on some pedestal. I will say, like you know, I don't mind for it. For like, you no, know, okay, maybe here and there, some of the dream fantasies. Like, okay, I guess so. Like, with like that that one part where like you know he had a bit of a you know a wet dream, and then there's like another part where like you know, like uh, her dad like coming up. He's like, I scored. Okay, it. that was weird. Me? That was weird. I I can't apologize for that that was just weird. But you know, I like but, he's he's fantasizing that he'd do the honorable thing and he would somehow be accepted. That's where you got from. <laughs> Nick, tell me. I have no idea why he would phrase it in that way, and that would be okay. But like, 
Uh, where the one that you, the one you got from? I got from all, like, all forgiven. Uh, I got from like this. I squirted in your. Oh my god, the wording mm. is so awkward. That's yeah, yeah. Because I'm not gonna. It's like, hazardously like, cringe. This fucking, no this fucking fantasies, man. I'm like, you know. Please, no more. Where's Drew Barrymore? Bring Drew Barrymore No, back. not even that. I'm like, please, I'm tired of her fucking ass and shit. I'm I'm tired of fucking fantasies. Please, <laughs> stop. Because I, I, I was at that point. I'm like, listen, some of these things, it doesn't need to happen. Like, the one part where, like, Maury or Murray? Mo- what do you think? Maury. There you go. Maury. Like, Maury and him, you know, was, you know, going to, quote, unquote, do the sex... But, you know, she's there, you know, basically jerking him off and shit. And he had this fantasy where, like, he's, like, Tarzan. And he's on, like, this, you know, the, the whatever Ooh, road that bullshit. One, that was... And it's, like, a whole back and forth. It's, like, we don't need this. That was weird. I feel like you could have just done without that fucking fantasy bullshit. It's, like, damn, these fucking fantasies, man. This is fucking too much. What, you're, you're, you're worried about the uh, fantasy getting in the way of your child sex scene? No! <laughs> like, I am so good with the words tonight, and you're not. No, I'm not. <laughs> but fuck, man, like, it, 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 it's just too much of these fucking fantasies and shit. It's like, I, I don't need any of this bullshit. I'm sorry. Like, I, if you're going to do that, you know, I guess, all right. But it should be, like, a better way of, like, doing it, except, you know, having him fucking dress as a fucking Tarzan. And, you know, he's going back and forth, and it's like, this does not the be needy over here. Whether or not the context for it, it this should be maybe a better way of showing it. Or at least, I don't know, a montage of, like, a monorail and a train going in and out of fucking <laughs> mountain and shit. I don't know. It'd be better. <laughs> oh, I'm too big. <laughs> That's a scene there where Maury's aunt, who is now best friends with or, Lydia, or Maury's cousin, it's yeah, I think they're cousins. Uh, aunt? No, I think she's a cousin. Are you sure? Yeah, Are older positive? cousin. Are you sure? Pretty sure. <laughs> Pretty sure. You mean like I don't know anymore? <laughs> she and Lydia are now best friends, and they come over. And they've already resigned themselves to having failed at the sex pretty spectacularly. Mm, mm. And this this is a wonderful this is a wonderful scene here that should be like logged in cinematic history for how awkward, weird, uncomfortable, and well performed it is. You know what they, 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 they actually was you know what before that there was The girls a, are drunk off a cock was a cocktail of uh uh, pharmaceutical over-the-counter drugs. Honestly, uh, you know, before that, you know what my favorite part was? What? When um, Maury was coming in to propose like this whole like sex thing, and you know she goes, we're both virgin. We're both virgin. And Sam's like, I'm not a virgin. No, he says, <laughs> no, he says, what makes you think I'm a virgin? And then she, just, <laughs> and then she gives him then, just this perfect look. Like, motherfucker, are you serious? <laughs> No, she's like, yeah, he just needed to say that for himself. <laughs> so we're both virgins. <laughs> like, completely just brush that aside. 
Oh, he's actually one of my favorite lines. Okay, I want to explain the the rules before we do this. Do what? Sex. Well, that's what I'd be over here. We're gonna perform the sex now after coffee. <laughs> that's like that's like well, one of my favorite lines. <laughs> no, after coffee, we're gonna have the sex. Oh, okay. <laughs> I usually like my coffee coffee after the sex but whatever <laughs> it's not like they succeeded anyway to have the coffee so or the sex mm -hmm. <laughs> the, yeah that is a good point then you have Lydia and her the cousin come over and they're just drunk off the snake and they're fucking Sam's trying to make up an excuse for why he was <laughs> what they I were think doing I'm too big and because of the no 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 not oh, that oh. not yet Oh. And he's trying to make up an excuse for why, or what they were doing, and then like Maury's just like we were trying to have sex, and you just see the <laughs> the shock once again. Brilliant acting with nothing but the face. It's like, and then as soon as Sam like I think I was too big, it's like ha, nobody's ever too big. <laughs> brilliant fucking line, like. That's a special kind of burn. That's a kind of burn that can only come being in an incredibly awkward situation to begin with. Especially where, like, the, the whole fucking sex part is like... Yeah, he's saying, like, I tried putting it in, but it wouldn't go in. I must have been too big. <laughs> I'm just Which is something you shouldn't be saying to your mom. <laughs> But then they just laugh at him simultaneously. Nick, this is the same kind of film and movie that, like, not that long ago, she he had a wet dream. He presented a sock to her. She she grabs it. She she feels like you know what was you know that that jizz of it. She's like, what is sticky stuff? Let me smell it. Let me taste it. You came on yourself. <laughs> you had a wet dream. Oh my poor baby. It's like. You tasted your own son jizz. Uh, let's think about this for a second. No, that's, <laughs> that's why like, you wouldn't need to get like by smell. Like you're not using a lot of foresight. You know it was on his pants. You know what it looks like. Damn, even the boy's experience with the goo. Even the boy couldn't even explain. Like, listen, mom, this shit just came out of me, out of my penis. <laughs> Like, where'd this come from? Like, now, let me fucking taste it. As if, you yeah, know. You, with a little foresight, like, well, if this is jizz, I will have just tasted my son's seed. See, the, you run the reason why I'm going, like, are they really that fucking close with each other? They're definitely closer than a mother and a son should be. Like, they have a nice relationship. But... but that's way too close. Like, mothers can be really weird over boundaries with their kids sometimes. Because, like, they f they feel a sense of uh, chemical I, I, parallel with I them. I just like, want to say this. They, they've been covered in their children's blood, poop, urine, bodily fluids. But, like... Yeah, I want to say this. I can understand touching the consistency, testing the consistency. I can kind of understand... Smelling it. I just want to say this. Uh, my mom. The gave taste. Me, that's weird. That's mom, the line. My mom gave me my first like couple of uh, Playboys to me when I was around between thirteen and fourteen. 
Okay. But, you know, she never tasted my own jizz. So, you know what? I feel like there's a... There's a little... Yeah, there's a barrier there. One of those was the Anna, Anna uh, Nicole Smith. I don't know how I feel about that. But anyways, Which one? The boxing one? No. Wait, the boxing one? Is the boxing one? Yeah, she's, the, she's been in Playboy a couple of times. I don't know. This is one way... Nick, like well, I am know... Am I thinking of someone else? Anna Nicole Smith? Yeah, she's had a few centerfolds. Oh, well. Like I know, Nick. I was 14 or 15. Whatever. Whatever. Getting off subject. <laughs> back, back to topic. Yeah, this is... It's really awkward and weird, that part. But let's move on to the good scene that doesn't creep us the fuck out. Oh, the child. Even though it is wildly awkward. So, they then proceed... To teach these two children who how to want to have sex, but do not know how. With a taco shell. <laughs> and a hot dog. No, there was no hot dog. Yeah, there was a hot dog. No, there wasn't. I have to re-see this then. Uh, I do not believe We'll you. be right back. Yeah, never mind. Record. Nick, what's up? What happened? Please. Okay. Oh, what happened? No, no hot dog. <laughs> no hot dog? <laughs> I'm Mandela affecting myself, I guess. <laughs> it's just like the... The third fucking time this ever happened. <laughs> you know. Okay, okay, whatever. <laughs> Can we get to the point? So she demonstrates how to intercourse with taco. <laughs> There's a brief discussion regarding uh, foreplay and a order on the rules for intercourse, which is it stops when she has her first period, which is... Sounds smart if you don't know good stuff on human biology that you don't need to... Granted. The, the egg get, becomes fertile before it gets ejected, so... I mean, the, the thing about it is, is, I mean, to be fair, she had a maybe 1940s education. That's true. That's true. So, you know... Who, but human reproduction is kind of well documented. It's it's pretty um, pretty essential. It's because of the damn Nazis, Nick. <laughs> You're such an idiot sometimes, Christian. Nick, you know, drop like, a truck on you. <laughs> well, yeah, but. <laughs> Good rule, not great rule. Great rule would have been Don't. use protection. I I feel like this whole thing. Like, listen, let's let's not do the sex at all. You know, it's like let's stop it from right over here. Well, if, I mean, if you're looking at it from Lydia's point of view, she's of the mindset that no one was going to be stopping her from doing the sex. And now, what do you know has come? Her son and his friend have decided they won't they are going to do the sex i mean i suppose so but you know at the same time though i mean you know any other rational person would be like you know let's not do this <laughs> i mean yeah, if you're a going adult like i managed to have this conversation without with giving effect yeah without <laughs> the taco without providing the loaded weapon if you will
Fuck me. Worked out pretty well. So no, no biggie. I didn't even have to say don't have sex or you can't. I just gave firm, realistic expectations and information regarding the act and the consequences in all possible scenarios, realistic and otherwise. Okay, you know, if you're going to have it, okay, just just wear condoms or, you know, just... just yeah, there's lots. Birth, birth control, this and that, that and this. Just don't tell me about it. <laughs> and, you know, if something does happen, well, um... They had abortion, but they didn't have condoms, apparently. I don't know. What? <laughs> oh, you mean from 1960s or somewhere right now? Whenever the fuck they were talking about then. Okay. <laughs> don't scare me like God damn. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, Christian. <laughs> Talk about a lot of things. But yeah, um, you know, at least from you know, for the whole thing, you know, especially from Lydia. Could've, yeah, could have uh, been handled a lot smarter, which comes back and bites her later when she ends up having a bit of a, a tiff. Just bit a of bit. a tiff with her boyfriend. Which, yeah. Your mother's is, Yeah, he's not wrong. Like, yeah, it's she gave them instructions on how to have sex and just looked the other way, like... Didn't give him any real, realistic guidance. Just like, whatever, whatever happens. I don't know what exactly has been uh, Lydia's method of reproduction ever since she uh, had Sam, but... But hey. She must have something. I know. Just, just numbers alone. You know another great line I'm going, like, man, I feel like this is a relation... It's related to all the mans. When Sam is like, you know, I heard that, like, you know, you could put the penis in a mouth, and she's like, ew, gross. It's like... A lot of men out there just weeping. <laughs> it's like, uh... <laughs> poor, kid. Poor, poor kid. Yeah, that was that was a solemn moment. <laughs> but yeah, well, you know, I mean... They, but they always say that to start off with. They always come around. But yeah, you know, when, um... Let's see, like, uh, later on, besides all that... Maury... And and Sam, they, before they had to have sex, you know, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, we're going to have a double date. And man, she sets him up with the most annoying girl in school. I, hold up. That kid has got Hold problems. up. I'm sorry. Like, she's sweet enough, but that girl I has feel, got problems. I feel, I feel bad for that fucking girl. It's like, I feel bad for her, too. So, but she's got problems, and a number of them are... At least partially her own making, because if you watch closely, you will come to the conclusion. She's the same Sam person. did not have Sam did not have a decision in dating her. That's true. Like he, it, it seems in like... the very few occasions where he got to speak his mind regarding the situation, he was very clear he did not want to pursue a relationship with her. She made all of the moves rather aggressively. <laughs> And then sort of oh, a guilted man. him into uh, hanging yeah. around. I'm not gonna lie, but I wish that like, I would have like she wish she goes like, who, who kissed like that? <laughs> who? He's like oh, everybody kissed like that, and she's like nobody did it. And then what was it? I don't even know. I think maybe her family name or maybe her religious group. I don't know. No, the, the Netherlands. Not letting them do any of this. It's like oh. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's like, but then she immediately proceeds to try again. And 
do it. Like, okay. I just, She's full of shit. Yeah. She is very full of shit. Like, I, nobody I, is authentically good or bad in this film. I just see it as more as she's kind of innocent and I was like, ignorant as hell. And she's like, I want to try that again. Yeah, she's. And she's, she was sweet. She was sweet. It's She's a very weird character in the aspect that, like, she wants to be sexually active and aggressive, but she's got all this weird stuff in her brain from a religious upbringing that's kind of not a great influence on her. Well, I mean, what is it? <laughs> but here's another great little line, and I forgot what it was, and I'm like, damn, I should have put it in, but it was a great little line. Do you do you practice sex with with Dorton? I mean uh, Dalton? Uh, of course not, silly. He's my boyfriend. <laughs> it's like, oh fuck, man. <laughs> that's, that's like this. That's the best part. <laughs> that's the best little line. I remember that one. And like, there's so many layers to that. Like, that's a little bit on the confusing side. Let's be. Can it's got to be real, like. <laughs> I do gotta say, like both, like their chemistry, like both Sam and, and Murray, Mor Maury. not Murray. God damn, Christian! I'm I'm a little bit drunk in the moment, but I got no say, excuse. I love, it's a simple name, Maury. Maury, like Maury Povich. Okay, Maury. I love the chemistry. chemistry. They they get a yeah. They really have great chemistry. Like they interact. I, you can you can tell like you know first like they you know they did have this kind of thing where. They don't like each other at first, but then as the film progresses, like, man, it's like, you know what? I just kind of want them to be together. Like, they seem kind of right. And Sam very clearly, very early on, starts crushing on her pretty hard. You know, it's weird if you think about it, and you've seen it three times at this point. <laughs> Recently. Because I'm a, I'm a dummy. He doesn't really... While he has all of his sex fantasies, he's not really ambitious about bringing them into being. She's the one that really pushes more for it than him. He goes along with it because he very clearly just wants to be close to her. But she doesn't need him, but he doesn't need her. Just the fact that they, you can tell these two, it's like, you know, they just they just want to be close to each other. Mm. No, she doesn't really care about him that way. Like, well, It's very clear that... She cares about him as a friend the whole way through. I mean, that's true, but I feel like you know, as as he a, is as perpetually a friend zoned. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I gotta say, like you know, uh, I mean, before and after the sex, <laughs> it's like yeah, which is a very particularly weird kind of friend zone, but like friend zoned with benefits. Well, I mean, after when. Well, which when you want to do the dating and the kissing, which sex sucks without kissing. It does. It's you're just using another human to masturbate at that point. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you feel like it could be, you know, you, you want a little more to it. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit more. And she is very hard lined at no kissing, which is. But apparently, that's later, a nut shot. But there. apparently later on, like she's like more open to it. I wasn't paying attention for that, but that's a, you know the part the the part I just said not long ago, like the little line of her saying that, like it was not the long. She's like, you know, we should practice kissing. It's like he's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> but you know, you, 
but yeah, you're right about that. Where, you know, she, you know, they both are. But I would say they're both close to each other. Like as the film. yeah, there's definitely an emotional closeness there. For him, it is a romantic kind of affection, and for that her, he wants to gestate, and for her, it's an emotional bond that she doesn't really have with her boyfriend. Apparently. Well, with other males, like. She wants to have a close attachment with her father, but he's so perpetually absent from her life. Like, you see in early in the movie, like, she really is just an excited little daddy's girl. She really loves her father and idolizes him. Yeah. Despite the fact that if there was going to be a villain anywhere in this movie... It probably would have been him, but... It probably would have been him. In fact, he's not even, like... Even him at the end, though, like, he comes to make peace with it just in time for the birth of his granddaughter, so. Yeah, where she, you know, you find out, like, you know, she's pregnant. And the way she's, <laughs> he just, kicks, he calls her a whore and kicks her out. My, one of my favorite, you know, well, I said the part before that, like, you know, she's, like, you know, with, you know, they're all over there, they're looking at the mountain and stuff. It's like, damn, this is a beautiful fucking scene over here. She's it like, was very pretty. She's like, I don't have a period. And literally, like, I tell you to stop this when you don't have your period. It's like, I never got one. It's like, oh! <laughs> it's almost like that big glaring hole popped and, up. And especially when Lydia said it's like, I was not, well, I was basically around your age. <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh. I wasn't, I wasn't much older than you. Oh, I wonder why. Who, who could have guessed? Maybe she was a very poor picture of uh, a role model. But hey, you know, uh, apparently uh, Murray says um, she seemed pretty cool mom. <laughs> it's like, uh, no. She's, <laughs> Sam's realizes that she's a, a klutz and a fuck up, but Maury, she's just so fed up with the restrictions of her traditional mother. She has kind of lost respect for the effort that her mother puts into it. Where Lydia is liberated, free, and... Well, and I would say in her eyes. Yeah. It's it's in, a sharp contrast where you can understand from Maury's point of view. And I want to say, like, you know, like, as I'm here for you and, like, how we can talk about this, is like, some of the things, you may not see it, well, so me who probably see it, you know, three fucking times, you know, you, you catch on to it, and you're able to discuss this, I guess, more in depth. It probably not like that when you see it the first time. You're going like, these kids are having sex. <laughs> yeah, a responsible adult would have done anything else. But damn, I'm not gonna lie. When you, as you know, as a crazy person who's seen the same film like you know fucking three fucking times, I feel you see like a lot more within that. Like as we keep on discussing about this, it's like, yeah, you know what? You know that is what I say. You know, I wish it was more of this. I wish it was more of that. To be a little more. I guess it's a pronounced within this whole film, within the context of it. But, you know, it's, you know, because I, I had, I see some of, I think one of my questions was like, you know, her father not barely dead, but as you, you talk about this, like, you know, now it makes more sense mm-hmm. with my, you know, with how we're talking about this. You know what? You're absolutely right about that. The fact, you know, he's not there present, which you know, it creates a whole conflict with like her mom and also with, uh, uh, Murray herself. Yeah, and then the, let's get to the really, um, really heavy part of it. Maury's mom, who once again, like she's a very traditional woman, and 
she's putting a lot of herself into being that, to defining herself that way. But also, her husband is constantly absent from her life. She's in, she doesn't receive any support, emotional support, or contemporary partnership. Like, your woman, sometimes she just needs to be held. Period. And, and well, like... Uh, when, you're, when you're gone for six months at a time... And, well, when Mur- uh, Maury made the decision, it's like... Think gonna have an abortion, mm-hmm. which it that's not gonna like. She the, comes to find <sighs> out, like yeah. And well. then when the fucking Stanley comes, you know he's gonna get that fucking sword and shit, and like her, his mother, and like her fucking cousin slash aunt, I forget who. They're all looking at him. It's like he's like, boy, just get out of there right now. <laughs> just just be out of there. It's and, rough. Now when he says some shit, it's like, you know, like, we can't can take care of this. Like, I'm ready to be a father. And it's like... Oh, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you, you're... I'm ready to, to be responsible and take responsibility. No, you're and not. Be a fa- no, you fucking aren't. <laughs> it's something that a teenage boy who doesn't know anywhere near shit would say and think and truly believe. He would be... Th- Thoroughly wrong, yep. and Sam is thoroughly, absolutely wrong. Yep. And I, I, I love how succinct they are where she's going to the clinic, and he's like, well, Do I did anyone s- ask my opinion on it? No! And, and Jennifer Jason Lee just comes in, no, and nobody's going to. And that, I feel that's a great part, because, like... It yeah, makes, it just, it doesn't even bother think, to discuss it. Think about it, like, today, like, even right now, where, you know, you... We have this fucking bill. Bills, plural, multiple. My bad. It, it's straight up. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of arguments against abortion. One of them that's not so bad, good is, but what about the father? Fuck the father. I'm sorry. No. You carry it. You can you can make the decisions on it. Whether you have a baby or you have an abortion, yeah, the woman's gonna be living for the rest of her life with the consequences of that decision yeah let's not get into the politics of the abortion thing no one's going to listen to us anyway well the reason because you know it's sort of it's kind of relevant to like you know when he says that it's like man (laughs) you know i i really do just love the line does anyone get what want to ask what i think nope Nope. and nobody's going to (laughs) he coming or what But man, you know, she soon she she goes over there, but they have the abortion and everything, and, and then, then she sees her her mother. Is well, in, no, even before that, like Sam walked in, going like he see the coach over there. I'm going like what? Like you know, like oh shit, man! Like you know, I thought it's gonna be. <laughs> oh, some bad shit's about to hit the floor. And then as soon as she walks out, and like the mother comes out, it's like oh, oh, whoa, <laughs> so, <laughs> really, what were the odds? <laughs> Ooh. But yeah, that, that's another layer to this film. Mm-hmm. It's, a lot, it's a lot of layers going on over here. <laughs> like, initially, one might want to be mad at her for having the affair, but yeah, in that circumstance, like, she really is just, she's not in a good spot. And getting pregnant, yeah, that's a pretty big wake-up call. Then later on in the movie, when, like, you know, she goes, like, kind of nuts, it's like... And then the coach, who's the one that would actually got her pregnant well he said uh, he's long- calling yeah he's calling her uh, a fucking nutbag i'm like 
I would say even before that, when he goes like, you know, when like, you know, him and Sam have this conversation going like, you know, and he's like, what am I supposed to do? It's like, bro, are you, what, you're asking this fucking 14, 15 year old kid? Like, you're the adult over here, sir. Are you, are you serious? Okay. Yeah, there's your place. How, how do you like being put in it? Yeah, he ditches her after uh, she has the abortion. It was like, well, isn't that what I was supposed to do? Like, seriously? Like, fuck, man. No emotional support, no nothing. And she's left even worse off than when she started. But then, you know, then later on, where, like, uh, Maury, like, you know, tell her dad, like, uh, I'm pregnant, dad. <laughs> and they didn't get a part of it, like, you know, who, who the father is. No, fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck out of my house. You're not my daughter. Didn't say any of that, but, you know, put a little dramatization over there. Well, he called her a slut. No, I think he said he was, she wasn't his daughter anymore. Oh, oh, I swear to... Okay, the two, the, the two parts of where they, they walk into school and, like, you know, everybody looking at them. It's like, how dare the views? I forget, okay, who... Okay, who's the name of, like, the religious chick that uh, Sam was dating? I don't know. I just know everybody referred to her by her full name. Well, okay, what a case may be. When, you know, she basically going like, you know, like, oh, you don't do this to me, you know, this and that. And I remember one part, like, you know, she, like, you know, said, like, you may notice I have a new skirt. Even, I think it was, like, Rod or Todd, whoever it is. It's like Yeah, no, yeah, and then you see, uh, yeah, Rod later, and he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, get, he gives uh, Sam the evil eyes, like, like fuck you, you mother piece of you shit! You little prick! Get the fuck out of here! He's like, he like slammed the fucking thing. It's like, shut the fuck! You know what? You you don't you get the hell out of here! Get the fuck out! Fuck off! <laughs> piece, you fuck! It's not important. It's just a little thing. It's like, what the fuck are you? Get out of here! Like, cause you know when she mentioned that, and I don't know where he's like, you know, when she you know says like, oh, even like Todd or Rod with her, they noticed my skirt. She's like, yeah, I did. <laughs> it's like. You get the hell out of here, <laughs> you fuck! Comes out later on, slam the shit, and <laughs> she's like, "Fuck like, you!" Like brother, you've been so thirsty, you're holding on to her shoelaces for the second that they break up. Get get over your own ass. And you want to you want a bib for that? <laughs> want a bib? <laughs> like get off her dick. I'm trying to think, you know, we're, we're basically almost done with this movie. Like the only thing I talk about, like you know how like uh, the mother just goes, you know, crazy and shit. Mm-hmm. And also, like, you know, with the whole thing with the boyfriend, you know, his arm, you know... Uh, Getting broken. Yeah, he's being abused by his father. His arm is broken. But that's just a little side thing down the way. But what's really weird is he deals with the situation incredibly well. Like, he's doing it under threat of being dumped by the girl who's pregnant with another guy's baby. I mean, at this point, That wouldn't hold a lot of sway over me, but, like... The fact that it still does for him, that speaks a lot to him and his character. That's why I say to myself, you know, I wish it was more of, like, this character. Yeah, like, you you get to see more of who he is. Because he really does feel a lot deeper. He comes off originally as a bully. But you see that he's so much more. It's like, at least with, like, with uh, Murray. Like, where she, like, you know, it's like where she's... What's the- her name? Murray or Maury? Tarkaita. Ah, god damn. Well, which one is it? Well, what is it? Maury. Maury? Like Maury Povich, not Murray. Maury, okay. Maury. Maury. It's Murray. No, it's Maury. 
<laughs> Learn to talk. You know, uh, w- you know, when you see you know, Maury and him as they first together, it's like these two are just abs. Like they are not a good pairing, but but you see more into him and. You see what she sees in him. It's like, all right, okay. Like I said, I wish it was more of that within the film. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when, you know, fucking Sam, like, has his little fantasies going, like, you know, fucking Dylan going, like, you can have... Oh, my. <laughs> you can have her, you know. Uh, um, see, this is why these fucking fantasies, man. It's like... Finish off. Go ahead. Tell, tell the rest of what happens. He's like, I found somebody else. It was a coach. And it's like, uh. <laughs> and they start making out. They didn't make out. The, no, the, I guess. They did? I think so, yeah. Dave, we have phones. We could look at it. Do you really want to? I mean. Are you that curious? Not really. It's just like more of the. I'm like, not. Um, I'll take it or leave it. I mean, either uh, you know way, what? I'll declare you right. You know what? At this point, it doesn't really matter. At this, you know, like. I, I don't win in this. Either I'm wrong, and I'm wrong, or I'm right, and we watch a young man and an old man kissing I mean, on to screen. to be fair, he's probably like around like 20. Mm, possibly. So it's like, I I have no you know qualms with, with that. Like, you know, mm-hmm. they they may seem like you're in like, you know, that round, that rage, but really, you know, they're probably like 18, 19, 20, so. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, these being portrayed as a, a a teenage juvenile. Yeah, so it's doesn't work for me. Yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't work for me if they were older. But like, yeah, this is this has got some uh, this has got some skunk on it. But yeah, and that's definitely an example of a very weird fantasy for Sam to be having. That's what I'm saying. Like going like you know. He's fucking kid and his fucking fantasy is like... I just take it like waves, you know? You just ride it out and then get through it. You need to stop! <laughs> get him motherfucking back! Uh, but yeah, you know, the, the mother one calls a little crazy, you know, because, you know, she's a blood A little crazy. Well, I mean... She loses track of where the fuck she is. And then she's taking all her clothes and stuff. Uh, a little crazy, you know? <laughs> she goes very crazy. And then, you know, Lydia, you know, trying to get back with Hank... Because it broke up. Like, she starts seeing another guy, but that doesn't really last very long. And she just sort, there, of, she just sort of walks right out of the guy's car. There <laughs> is an underlying thing where, like, Sam mentioned, like, you know, that Lydia, like, she's not terribly happy. I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe she's sexually frustrated. I'm not too sure. <laughs> maybe, like, this dude is not giving the dick that she really needs. <laughs> or, like, you know... Maybe not choking her out. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? She did it. And she needed that, that Native American dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, you know, later on, let's... We're getting close to the end where... Well, pretty much... Let's see. Um, The girl, she finally has this baby. Uh, Arlie... Mm-hmm. Arlie... Uh, um, that man's name. I, Nick, I, Arlie Emery. He comes, he'd be like, listen, your your son's a fuck-up. Over here with little family, all the mother, mother, fucking fuck-ups. Well, that's before the, uh, the oh, baby comes. Well, yeah. He, he tries to. He comes in, he's like, okay, this isn't happening. Time to clean house. You, you're going to stop dating the Native American. Stop being the whore. Him, he's going to boot camp. And this is all going to be done by the time I finish the sentence. 
And well, none, you know, well, guess what? The girls, you know, she gives. And, and, and her? No, she got no place to go? Oh, well, too bad. Not not my problem. I got, I already got two problems. I don't need fucking more. <laughs> I'm not adopting any more problems. And well, let's see, the girl, she gave birth. Mm-hmm. Which, man, that's a little awkward line where he goes, like, uh, say to her, like, man, all this can, can come from a goo in a sock. She's like, pretty cool, right? It's like, what? <laughs> it's like they just finished a science experiment. <laughs> I mean, they are teenagers, but, like, still, that is a little weird. And, well, hey, guess what? Lydia, she, she, she's trying to... She got a job. She's settling down. She's trying to get her shit together. Hey, guess what? The boy, you know, he's, well, trying to write this book. I'm like, that's not going to be a very good book. <laughs> he's kind of a shitty writer, but, you know what? Everybody practices. Everybody's got practice. And friend Drew Barrymore is no longer, you know, it's like, I, I can't do it, girls. I'm sorry. <laughs> all these girls, we all want to have your baby. Like, sorry. I, I feel like one I, man, one baby. I feel like at some point, like, bro, you need some of these fucking fantasies, man. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe he, maybe a little bit of Ritalin would be helpful for him. Just a little bit. And well, I mean, and it is, it's a little bit on the sappy side. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie. It is like it does tie it up in a very nice happy ending where everybody makes peace and. And another thing, too, I do want to mention, like, it's... Ah, I'm not going to lie. It's nitpicky as fuck. True. Nitpick. The the music, not the soundtrack, the music in itself is, like, it's kind of a little bit sort of all over the place. It's like, uh... I never even really paid attention to it, honestly. Oh, Nick. If you're the same person like me, you tend to, like, you know, watch things three fucking times. You tend to pay attention to music. It's like... Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who we're going to use it, but all right. Now, I will say this as basically as somebody who just came in here, like didn't watch the trailer, didn't look at any of the little, like I, I, I want to come in as cold as possibly can while watching this movie. Holy fuck, man. It's a pretty good fucking movie. It's, it, it's wild. I mean, you could not be a more underrated film. It's, arguably star-studded there's two big stars in it and a couple we'll call them c-listers yeah you know what well, when, could you not be dangling your collar onto the tile please you know when when we you know we would call it a dumpster diamonding you know like this we, is this is a proper diamond yeah like you know what a form with all in that fucking garbage <laughs> and it, yeah it's been thrown away like i've said it before let's give a cheers to this movie nick no one else on the internet aside from a handful of uh, text reviews has ever bothered to give it a second or even a first look because because if you look at the trailer it does not seem like something you want to be associated with looking at there are motherfuckers out there though that have made positive reviews of cuties so Oh, that movie? I know what movie you're talking about. It's like, ooh. No. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah I've seen reasonably descriptive reviews that called it, like, it's incredibly fucked up film where a girl basically ruins her life and then eventually even tries to kill another one. 
What? Just, uh, yeah, apparently uh, one of the girls throws another one over a bridge what? and almost kills her. Good lord. I don't know. I haven't seen it, but. Well, this is fucking glory? That happened in the review, so. Fuck, man. It is kind of well known as being an example of very terrible marketing. Like, that was... I feel this is the, the, the part of it, like, which, you know, again, I have not seen it. Like, it looked like some kind of dance competition with fucking girls looking at it from... Bring, like, like mm-hmm. oh, it's like, it's a make sure bring it on. Except with, like, pre <laughs> Yeah. No, but that's what this movie is. Like, it's a movie about how unaccompanied minors with little inside information or knowledge try to figure things out for themselves and make a series of bad decisions supported by a bunch of adults making a series of poor decisions and the trailer plays it off as uh, oh like this is a sex teen comedy it's like no sex preteen comedy oh, no <laughs> yeah no it's it's got comedic elements but it's more a character film where you look at a bunch of people and the various roles they play. You know, especially, you know, he, you know, like Samuel, who's like, you know, the the narrator, uh, narrator to this is like, you know... Oh, another great line is where... Ah, uh, I wish I put it down. It's it's like, you know, where... Oh, Murray. I want to say Murray, because it sounds like more of a girl's name. Maury! It's Maury. <laughs> it's Maury. Well, more, you know, she's like, you know, complaining about, you know, the whole pregnancy thing. He's like, well, I'm doing okay with it. It's like, oh, see, this is. <laughs> like, he really you know, is that fucking stupid. That's why I'm like, you know, he's not really the villain, but like sometimes, like, bro, something, the shit you say, it made me think twice. <laughs> it's easy to say that with the years of knowledge of handling women and getting beaten by women under our belts. It's like, man, sir, please stop. <laughs> stop talking. <laughs> like, I have not, you know, okay, as a, uh, I have not, you know, yet to have a woman to be pregnant in front of me at this very moment. But I'm sure when, you know, when they say, like, you know, this is absolutely fucking, ah, shit, man, I'm about to, like, just grab a gun and, like, you know, put it in my fucking head because I'm here with a fucking grown person in my fucking stomach is the first I want to say like oh I feel completely fine <laughs> that's not you want to say only if you want your knees broken and honestly I'd probably side with Elisa on that one I mean it'd be funny but I'd still <laughs> side with her on it man I gotta say this this whole movie like it's just like I said when I came into this cold I had no clue like the fuck I was expecting but I'm not gonna like some moments it was kind of cringy but in, but in a good sense of it some of it not so much, but overall, this is a really good fucking movie. Mm-hmm. And I wish this is a kind of like this is a kind of movie I wish it, it got more like notary from. Yeah, it's it's just gone so long without any attention, and it's kind of a shame, especially when the Drew Barrymore. It's, it's, she's not gonna fucking message me, man. I don't care who's it fucking from. Give me a fucking publisher. Just tell me the reason why this and Motorama somehow are related to each other. Like, I don't care. Like, just give me like, a flimmy-ass fucking excuse to be like, I just want to play the same character. Okay. 
Like the, dir- uh, the director not gonna give me any kind of notice. I I don't know whether or not the writer is gonna be kind of notice. I don't know whether or not the writer is still alive at this point. But I just want like an answer to be like, listen, it's so fucking random just to have you know like oh these films are connected, but for what? I'm sorry. <laughs> the closest thing is trying to This it's a really good movie. Everybody should watch it. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, end of the review. Uh, go watch it. Go enjoy it. And hopefully you didn't get too spoilered. And if it me- makes any difference to you, you can see Jennifer Jason Lee's nipple in the bathtub scene. Can? Yep. Man, I, watched I know, because I was watching it and I was like, oh, you, they, they probably really put this together so you wouldn't see her boobs. And then, oh, that was her nipple. So, yeah. So it's be one of the things where... I gotta be like a much insane person like you are, or a perv like you are, to where to really notice that. <laughs> look, I just look at stuff. I focus in. I'm not. I'm not making any excuses. I'm not asking for any sympathy. Listen, I you're th- just jealous. You didn't see it. All right. Okay. This. <laughs> I mean, um, this has been dumpster diamonding. I have a bumper that's gonna take care of all of this you, you hear that future christian you got this i believe in you sir i absolutely believe in you in the way you will absolutely cover this if not is nick's fault <laughs> ah god damn it for everybody else out there we do have a twitter we also have a, a gmail account where if you want to just we got a gmail now we We've been having a Gmail. Mm. How do you think I got us to Spotify, Nick? Or Twitter? Mm. With fucking magic? What do, you, what do you think I'm fucking Sam? We're like, ah, let me just... I'm just imagining you blowing a bunch of uh, Spotify execs. Oh, maybe one or two. No. I think they could do better than you. I mean, you know, we do have... Uh, we, we have uh, iHeart. We have Radio Public. We have... Amazon Music slash Audio Audible Audible We have Google Podcasts Like I said my, my That's my, a lot of blowjobs for you I mean I'm just you like put You put some know, effort into it 37 dicks in a row <laughs> <laughs> Until then you know good a- well good afternoon good evening good night and um do I look like a fucking housewife to you? That's a wrap for Dumpster Diamonding. The song that was used in this particular show was Goldenrod Game Center by, um, I guess pronounce this, Rob Taka. R O B K T A. And the album Ultra Ball. You can find him and other artists that do these remixes of your beloved video game songs. Head to GameChops.com. Of course, on Spotify, YouTube, and most music streaming apps. You can follow us on Twitter at Two Wasted Fools. You can send suggestions for the next movie review. Or you can email us at ThatOneNerdWithTheEmail at gmail.com. We upload for the first three weeks of every month on every Monday and take a break on the fourth week. Always remember to share us. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Radio Public, 
Audible, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. All the links are down below. Thank you for listening.